In a world with zero fucks, All Fucks Welcome creates stories for the conscious conversation with no fake fucks. Let's introduce Diana. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, friends. Tonight's a very special night. I have known our guest almost 20 years. You know, when, I, when we think about that, it's like, holy moly, it goes in a blink. She's been a huge guiding light, a huge supporter of the estrogen fest that I do. She's a mother, wife, survivor, a hairdresser, an educator, and an influencer. Please meet my dear soul sister, Tammy. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited. We might start crying. I know. (laughs) This may be a tearsy one just because it's, it's really, it's just really amazing to have her here. We conspired to get her here, and it's amazing how quickly. Yeah. Here you are. Less than a month. It's awesome. It's awesome. So Tammy, I, w- I always like to start with our roots, like mm-hmm. where where we came from to get us to where we are. And I think that is always, you know, those are the parts that people don't know about us. Those are the things they just see a smiling face or somebody helping them along in their journey, but they don't know what really brought us to where we are. So please take us as far back as you want to take us um, to th- from this moment and share with us how you were raised. Like what did your childhood look like for you? Okay, so I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, in a city called Florissant, Missouri. And I was raised by my mom, um, and I had two brothers and two sisters um, from my mom. So I grew up. So there were five with, of you. There was five of us. I'm the youngest of five. Oh, you're the youngest. Mm-hmm. I I'm love the baby. That. Wow. So my mom um, was a very successful businesswoman and she traveled a lot so she was not there a lot but we always were provided for like we always had the nice clothes a nice house food on the table Um, but when she was there she was very um and very purposeful about our I guess you would say our spiritual life so we had church twice on Sundays and every Wednesday and that was what we were doing yeah so very religious background Um, and then, you know, she traveled a lot for her work. So what did she do? So she worked for the federal government. She Mm. was a computer programmer Mm. for the federal government. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's empowering just to hear that because back then that, that was, you don't see a lot of women in that position. No. Good for her. Yeah. So she was a a civilian, um, working inside of that record center. Wow. Um, yeah. So she, she had a great, great career. Um, but also inside that she had a lot of relationships uh, with men. So, you know, my mom was married five times. Mm. So a lot of in and out of that going on in the background. But basically, I mean, you know, if I were to look back, I'd say that I became very, very independent at a very young age, me and my brother and sister. Um, we got ourselves ready for school every day. We packed our own lunches. We did our own laundry. We walked to and from school by ourselves. Like she wasn't there in the mornings to get ready. So even at, from kindergarten, you know, latchkey kids. I was doing that on my own. Yeah. No, we didn't stay after school. We didn't. Well, we latchkey, you had go. your key that you would let yourself back in. Oh yeah, that was the eighties. You you know that was the big thing is young kids would have their key to get back in their house after school. Yeah, we would just so, you know walk to and from school. Yeah. So, you know, being independent was just something that I always did. I didn't right. know like the difference. Right. You know, until I get older and then I have my own child, I see the difference. Huge, isn't Huge it? Huge difference. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not like it was a bad thing. It's just what it was. Right. 
Right. So, um, you know, my two my two oldest brother and sister, they moved out of the house. You know, they were older, so they were off. One was married, one was in the uh, Navy. So, you know, it was me and my next brother and sister. Mm-hmm. The three of us pretty much raised each other. Wow. Yeah. So that was it. Are you equally close to all of your siblings? Um, no. Or are you just closer to the no, younger no, no. two? I'm actually closest to my oldest brother. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm the youngest, he's the oldest. We're the closest. And then I'm close with one of my sisters. And then my other brother, we're kind of close. Yeah. It's more like holidays and stuff. We'll see yeah. each other. Yeah. It's, the sibling, sibling relationships, I find, are very interesting. Because I just have the one brother. But um, we were raised very similarly with our mother's relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it is interesting, the perspectives and how, how you were raised and how that influences your siblings as well as you, because you have your own experience and they've had their own experience within all of it. It's all oh, really, yeah. it's really interesting. It is. You can all grow up in the same house and you experienced it way differently. Yes. And then what you're doing in your adult life is totally different. <laughs> it's Isn't like, it amazing? Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. It is. It is. Hashtag the mind fuck is real. Don't forget, we say fuck here. Just so you know, we say fuck here. Right. Um, hashtag that up, Miss Miss Allie. Yes. Um, so that is really amazing. So did did you go? So you graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Did you go straight to college? What did that look like for you? So I did go to college, not because I wanted to, because my mother encouraged me to. So I knew I wanted to be a hairdresser. I knew from the time I was in high school, I was always doing people's hair in my backyard. I was doing their nails and their hair and their makeup for dances. Like they would literally come to my house, tell their parents they're getting their hair cut. And then I would cut their hair and then we'd go and buy some wine coolers (laughs) with the money. (laughs) Oh my God. This sounds so familiar. So funny. Or we'd go and buy candy or go to Burger King or, you know, we had the money, but I was just, or I would do their full set of nails for, homecoming oh my prom. god I, love I it. loved it I, I loved it. it this is so funny I knew at second grade I was going to be a hairdresser and I started cutting Sharice if you're listening I started cutting <laughs> Sharice's hair I think in seventh grade mm-hmm. and it's so funny when I went back to school for my 10-year class reunion nobody was surprised I was a hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> not one person was shocked so yeah. that's really cool yeah. oh my god I love it so you decide at what point that the college wasn't working out for you. Two years into it. So, you know, when I remember the day I told my mom I wanted to be a hairdresser, right? And she told me, you don't want to do that. You're never going to make any money. You're going to be on your feet the rest of your life. You're never going to be able to make a living. And it just, I remember that day. I can see it very clearly. So, of course, I listened to my mom. Children, obey your parents. That's right. what I learned in church, right. right? So I did. I went and did that for two years, and I hated it. I mean, it was just... And was what were you going to school for? Nursing. So I was just getting my prereqs at that point, right? You got to get your prereqs to, in order to go. And then I just was like, you know what? This is not what I want to do. And I yeah. just told her, I'm not doing it. I'm going to beauty school. Wow. So I, don't, I just knew I wanted to be around fashion, makeup, hair, creating something. And it wasn't as a nurse. Right. <laughs> it was not a nurse. But the crossover is interesting. But, it, you know, back There's then, nursing, between. there was a huge demand for it yes. 27 years ago. Yes. yes. And they were successful, you know, and they still are. Yes. Right. But 
just you have to understand my mom's perspective of the hair salon she was going to right. was not the salons that we're working in and the hair yes. shows that we do and yes. the education. So from her perspective of where she was at that time in her life, I understand where that came from. But at that time in my life, she was holding me back from what I wanted. Right. Like I couldn't it was a very un- limited belief. Oh, yes. It was like she's not supporting me. Right. So right. then that propelled forward. I was going to show her. For a very long time, I was going to prove to her that she was wrong. So then I go on. I turn that that limiting belief that she had in me into powerful belief in me. So I, like, no matter what, I was going to keep going, right? Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. So how long have you been a hairdresser? 27 years. 27 mm-hmm. years. This is my 26th year. Yeah, and I we love it. We are, like, it. right in line. I, know, I love, I love this. it. <laughs> this is so awesome. Okay, so in our questionnaire... Um, you ex- expressed this, and I, I have to hear this story. Tell us about the client's hair that you messed up <laughs> and how that influenced yes. you to get educated. Yeah. What happened? Well, I messed up a lot of hair like, well, in the beginning. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you just do, I do. You do, I do what know. you can do with the education you have. But I remember, <laughs> so I was in a commission salon, um, and really my goal at that time in my life was to make my car payment. To make enough money to buy an outfit and be able to afford happy hour. Like, that was, like, I was successful. Well, 27 years <laughs> ago, we were young, dumb, and flying by the, yes. by, by the whatever of our feet. Like, yes, yeah. totally. That was like, if I could do that oh in a month, God. I was golden. Like <laughs> I love it. But um, it's funny your mind, how your mindset changes when you get older. So anyway, that was, that was success hey, for me. happy hour still matters. Yes, <laughs> it does. Occasionally. So... I went to a rental salon because I wasn't happy at the commission. I wasn't learning anything. And I was like, this is, I'm never going to make any money here. So I go to a rental salon and, um, you know, they, I didn't really know like hair color then. I knew like the basic of it, like what you learn in beauty school, but I did this client's hair. She came in, I was just blow drying her hair. Um, it took her a while for her to trust me. And then she let me perm her hair. Like back then perms were huge. And I was like, oh, my God, she's let me perm her hair. It's so amazing. And then all of a sudden she wanted me to highlight her hair. So I literally would go around and ask people what to put on her hair. I would go and put the color on, and I would, like, open up the packets to make sure it was, like, turning the right color. Because I really just didn't understand color. Color. Like, I, I only the only education I had at that point was what I learned in beauty school. So that's wow. limited from what yes. we know now, right? <clears throat> So anyway, the day, I remember the day I highlighted her hair. I talked her into this to get her hair highlighted, some nice golden blonde highlights. Well, I took her back to the shampoo bowl. I shampooed her. I took the foils out, and her hair was like canary yellow in those packets. (laughs) (laughs) Now, remember, I'm very young. My hair goes, but I know that color. It was bright yellow, like, okay, like big bird yellow. So I... um, I just moved to a new salon too, remember? So I'm like, shit, is every like is anybody gonna see that I did this? Like I my heart like dropped on the floor and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back and just get a toner, you know, just to kind of soften this. I'll be right back. And so I go to the back and I leave her at the shampoo bowl. So I go in the back and you know, there's that oh shit moment. What do I do? So I remember I talked to my friend Slater, who was back there, and Slater's like, here, just mix this up, go put this on her hair. So I go back around. Well, she had gotten into her purse and got out her pocket compact her mirror and she looked at her hair and she was crying when I came back around the corner 
And I was so devastated. I mean, I'm like 20-something years old. Yeah. And I just swore I would never, ever make someone feel like that again. Yeah. Ugh, I was so, you know, I fixed it. Yes, the toner worked. But I wasn't equipped to deal with that. I didn't know, like, how do you deal with the human emotion? How do I explain to her in a professional manner that this is normal? Right. (laughs) When really it's not. But just, you know. Hair lifts a certain tone. Right. Like, I didn't know I was exposing unwanted warmth I like didn't know so I didn't know what to say so it was just very defeating I told my salon owner I'm quitting I'm not going to do this I'm going to go back to nursing school like my mom told me to because you know what I mean I'm thinking I should have listened to my mother right anyway she said I just want you to go to take one class on color just get educated. I, and I was like, I don't even have the money to do this. I was hustling, like working there, bartending. We got a car payment. <laughs> We've moved on past happy hour at this point. I, I want to move out, right? Yes. But I was hustling. I was a hostess at a restaurant. I was bartending at night. and Or actually, I was cocktailing at night because I wasn't even old enough to bartend then. And I'm working, doing hair. Like, I am busting my ass yeah. to make this work. Yeah. And I did this. So she, anyway, long story short, she loaned me the money to go down. I remember it was $500 to go. And that was a lot of money for That's me. A lot it's of still money. a lot of it's money, still a right? Lot of money. But you know, I'm twenty something years old. I think I was just twenty doing this, and I had to borrow the money from her. In the meantime, I enrolled back into nursing school. Did you really? Yes, I enrolled back into nursing school. Wow. Um, and I went down and I took that class, and it was like the heavens opened. Like I totally got, got it. it. And I came back and withdrew from nursing school. And then I ended up becoming an educator for that company. It was life-changing for me. And I just was I like... I just got the goosies. I know. It was wow. just like... That's powerful. How education yes. can truly set you free. Like yes. truly. Yes. If you take the time to invest in yourself to get educated. So yes. it's that has been a backbone for me. Like if I don't know something, it's okay but I need to go find out what, how, you know, somebody's doing it. Somebody's yes. doing it and I can learn from them. And so I have ever since then have surrounded myself with people that are doing what I want to yeah. inspire to be or do. And it's been very successful for me. Amen, sister. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad I fucked her hair up. <laughs> I wish she was still alive or if she was around. I would like thank her. I don't even remember her name because oh. she never came back. Oh, the lady. But I think, I'm thank God I did that. Yes. You know, it totally. It was a defining moment for you. Oh, very defining moment. And so, and I still to this day work for that company. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. I know that company. I know you do. I know. It's awesome. (laughs) Well, you know, I think, you know, that was, that was the, that was the company too that really took me from a very uneducated hairdresser to a very educated business person. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned a lot. And I think I think when we give ourselves the opportunity to grow, it really makes a difference in our career and ourself and our how we mother and how we wife and how we how we live. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of gratitude to be had there for sure. It's yeah. awesome. And I think you you have to make yourself vulnerable. You've got to go and admit, like, look, I don't know this and I need your help. And it's very difficult for people to admit that. Well, Y'all have gotten some of my uh, color texts before, like, um, hi, what do I do with this? You know, and, yeah. and it's awesome. I had, uh, I am just now recently 
looking at toning hair. I was never a proponent of actual toning hair mm -hmm. until honestly recently. And only because to me, it's like, oh, the toner falls out. Like, why would I want to do that? But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, let's do it. Let's have fun with it and let's see what we can get and achieve. And I tell you, you know, with the right products and the right education and the right stuff, it really, it all blends in really well and really nice. Mm -hmm. So speaking to the young hairdresser, what would you, how would you encourage them to continue their educational path? Well, you know, I am biased on my opinion. I truly believe TG has the best color and cutting education out there. That's just because I've grew up with it, right? right. Um, and I will agree with that. I just, you know, every company has a strength, mm -hmm. and that's definitely a strength you can never take away from that company. Yes. Is the system works. Yes. And as long as you learn your basics first, that's when you start becoming creative and getting out of your box. But yeah, you got to always go back to the basics. So regardless of how long you've been doing it, you've always got to go to your basics. So I'll give you an example. In my life, I think it was maybe three years ago, I just felt like I lost my basics. So I truly, I took myself off the road from traveling and educating. And I told, you know, my mentors at TG, look, I need to get back to my basics because... I remember that. Yeah. And I said, I don't want to teach this year. I still, you know, I can mm -hmm. still lead my team because I do have a team that I lead. But I really need to get back to the foundation of everything. And and for so here's a woman who's been with the company for how long? And she's coming and saying, uh, wait a minute, I've got right. to fix myself again. So that was huge for me. Like, yeah. And it was so cool to like start learning from younger people around me and hearing their perspective and how yeah. they approach it and why they approach it. And it really helped me connect to the way, the way in which I deliver the information in a better way. Because my way is not the best way, right? But I can take little bits and pieces of my tribe around me. Yes. And it really strengthened me. And I love, that's probably my favorite class to teach now is classic color. I love it. Because I, love it. I am teaching that girl that messed up that hair, right? I'm teaching myself Absolutely. from 20-something years ago. And I can see in them what's missing through my experiences. And, it, you know, that was 20-something years ago, and it was just three years ago. Like, I think you're just always on that journey. Always, always, always growing. Yeah. Always so growing. So I just think as a leader, you've got to go and take the classes from people you have to. that you're teaching and learn it from a different perspective because you're going to catch something new. I love it. Uh -huh. That is so it's exciting. Mm -hmm. It was really good. So from an educator perspective, what inspires you? Um, it's the connection with the people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, girl, it just, it really touches my soul when I can just, you literally change lives. You literally are changing lives. And it's not just about that haircut. And it's not just about that color technique. You truly touch another soul when they walk away being empowered by the education you gave them. That's, that's what inspires me, is that human connection. The ahas. Yeah. I always thought it was, oh, it's the hair color. It was the hair. And it was the hair color. But truly, I, can, I could take that hair color away. And as long as I'm c connecting with people and we're, like, feeding each other, yeah. that's what moves me. Hashtag, we are all one. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Let's do it. All right, so let me get back here. Okay, so you are a survivor of life, sister. Girl. 
Every damn day. Good God. <laughs> you know, it's so funny when you really think about parallels and what brings people together and you know, we really have a lot in common. I know. But you know, a lot of people amazing. don't know that. Like, no. they don't know the hard... Well, I know for me, they don't know my hardships because I don't talk about no. them. No. And I... Not that I'm in denial. I just... I, it doesn't have power over me anymore, so I don't really right. talk about it. Right. Right. But yeah, a lot. A but lot. it's interesting, um, you know, when we when we look at... When we look at life, you know, the the greatest... I find that the greatest teachers out there are the ones that have had the biggest shit storms. You know, because we have a lot mm-hmm. of experience behind us, a lot of tornadoes that have whisked through our lives that have, have brought us to where we are. Yeah. So you've had some very unhealthy relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. And within those, what aspects of having those experiences have um, given you the education for you to teach now? What type of foundation did that give you to teach now others? From my bad relationships? Yes. Um, so when I'm teaching my hairdressers and students? Whatever. Whatever. You're on branded education, your daughter, your life, everything. Like how, well, did that, how, did that ex- how did those experiences help you educate in your teachings? I think that it allows me to have empathy and to be able mm-hmm. to stand in that person's shoes. Like everybody's going through a shitstorm. Yes. Okay, even if you were born in like the wealthiest family or the whatever you think successful family looks like, like there's always something going on in the background. So I always remember I'm speaking to the soul of the person. I truly am. Like when I connect with someone, I'm I'm feeling them and understanding their perspective. And I may not have to agree with it, but I do honor it at all times. And that's even with the naysayers. The ones that you know don't have your best interests at heart. Right. I still have their best interests at heart because Amen. I know, I know the pain they're going through in order to be so hateful or mean or it's not not, about not you. liking me yeah, or being intimidated you. by me. Like I know it's not me. Right. I know it's their journey, and I respect that because I used to be that girl. Right. <laughs> I think we we all right. have right. Right, and so <coughs> pardon me. That is probably from those relationships. I've learned that. I can stand true to who I am and still stand powerful for them and not let their negativity affect me. I'm still, I still have something to contribute to you. Even though you may not like me, you have something to contribute to me and I have something to contribute to Amen. you. Right. Amen. So that's, it's definitely made me a more powerful teacher. Um, and I feel it because of my team encourages me, you know, well, yeah, but when yeah. I, you start getting, when, when people start telling you that you when people start telling you you're inspiring them and changing their life, I truly think that... Do you believe it? I feel it. So I know yeah. I do. But yeah. it's probably just the last two years. Like, I've people said it to me, like, oh, you're such a good educator. Like, but I never felt it. I was like, here I am, like, not feeling it. Right. Like, I'm going through the motions. Right. But I don't really feel it. Right. And I know that I'm good at it. But it's different when you know that you're good at it and when you feel that you're good at it. Like right now, my shit's on fire. Amen, <laughs> like I sister. Can feel it. <laughs> like I we can... are got fire running shoes on. <laughs> right. Like I should take stock yeah. and Kleenex girl because I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this 28, the, the 2018, the transition into 2019 yes. was a very, very, very powerful year for me. Yes. And you can see it 
because I'm living out loud now. Yes, you are. And it's been, and and in that, people around me are seeing, are they're living feeling. it, they're doing it. Yes. They're, I can see it in them now. It's like you know, it's just it's a contagious thing. It is. So yeah, I'm so thankful for all those bad relationships. So thankful. Isn't it great? Oh yes. And could you ever think you'd say that? Well, you know, it's <laughs> nice when you can actually look back at them and yeah. no longer gift. cry about it. Mm-hmm. And honor the experience because the experience is what brought you here. You know, I remember I, I said recently that I would not mind having a relation or a phone call or a conversation with one of my ex-husbands. You know, and that was a shocking statement to whoever I was talking. I don't remember who I was talking to, but it's like you know, to me, I I I would really I would really like that. You mm-hmm. know, because I've got peace in my heart now. You know, yeah. and it's interesting when when we live our life. You know, there's a certain like growth it's like it's like a growth spurt on Mm -hmm. our soul when we're like the anger the hatred the animosities the resentments all just kind of muddle away and then it's all about yourself right Mm -hmm. it's not about all of that anymore it changes there's just something that changes it just changes yeah 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 2018 was fucking powerful this year (laughs) jesus criminy we gotta hang on because oh hang on to that hat sister it's gonna blow away in all this fire i know like it's so amazing it Mm -hmm. is so amazing and you know nothing there is nothing like playing in the power of the magic of manifestation because the minute you can step into your power which you are doing and showing and being exponentially all of those people around you are because just like you said it attracts and it builds and it they can't help but be like oh my gosh yeah how did you do this or what did you do or how you know they want to they want to do that too because it is excitement it's the excitement that people want in their lives well and what's interesting about that is that i want it for them just as bad like i truly want you to be your game changer i truly want you to get this i want you to be happy you want to share? I want to share it, right? I don't yes. want to keep it to myself. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's just it. It's like all of these little pieces came together, you know. And it's just going to get bigger and better. It is, you know. It is. And you, it's better when you do it with friends. It is. And your family. I call it family. Mm-hmm. Yes, family. <laughs> I made my own word up, but it's funny, you know. It's like today. Um, so I was very blessed, y'all, to have uh, Tammy come in, and uh, she she taught us. She taught mm-hmm. us from her unbranded education, living through and through or with, living with living intention. With, with intention. <laughs> with intention, through intention. Well, it's all the same, really, yes, right? Yes. And um, there, were, there was a moment in there that was really interesting. And uh, is Kristen still watching? Kristen Webb. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it was very interesting because Tammy, she said, oh, you know, it would be great if your podcast took off and you could just get out from behind the chair. And I look at one of my clients who, who took the class and I'm like... Oh, don't worry, Amy. I got you colored, covered, and my my little partner's like, "But what about me?" And I'm I I thought I, that that's been that little voice has been in my head. I'm like, "Baby, don't worry about. It. I got you. You know, I mm-hmm. got you. Like, you know, my my vision and our vision. You know, it's always to support and uplift and bring along with. It's right. not about, you know, to me, it's a community, mm-hmm. and you know that support those that that love me and honor me and I love and honor right back. You know, that's that's what is so important to continue with for sure. Yes. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so not every aspect of your life has been graceful, my friend. No. <laughs> no, girl's been a hot mess. <laughs> but. But it's okay. Through those hot messes, mm-hmm. 
You know, we've gotten some really magical, powerful things out of that. So your neck injury, let's talk about that. What happened and what was that process like to bring you through that perspective that created Unbranded Education? So, you know, it, it's been a, a process, what happened. So basically, I was diagnosed with bul two bulging discs, arthritis, and bone spurs in my neck. Okay? So very painful at the time, right? So what but exactly is a bone spur? Is that a piece of bone that is flipped like, off? It's almost like, no, it's almost like a, it's overgrowing. It's like, it, oh. it's like a, I don't even know what You'd you, have to it, shave it off or something. Yeah, you'd have to shave it off okay. to get rid of it. Okay, got it. Right. Got it. Um. So, but, you know, the, the thing is that's been so huge for me is there were signs there and I didn't listen to my body. Oh, but that's I huge. Huge. Say that again. There were signs there years before this and I didn't listen to my body. My body was telling me something was wrong and I just dismissed it with taking an Advil or a couple, you know, aspirin or whatever, like Tylenol. Um, I didn't listen. And I'm just, I know for a fact that there's a lot of hairdressers out there and just people in general looking down at their desk all day or their Humans. poor back. Just, it doesn't matter what you do, mm -hmm. your body speaks to you. So I'm such, you know, I want to share with people self-care, but not like cram it down their throat, but just, you know, understand that your body's speaking to you and there's certain things that it needs. And I didn't listen. If I would have, it wouldn't, you know, I I'm glad I didn't listen now <laughs> because of what happened right, to me. But right. at the time, like, you can prevent these certain things from happening in your life if you just listen. So um, it got to the point where what was I your body literally – So I had so much pain in my neck, and I started noticing, like, I was getting nodules, like, knots all through my neck. And my – just my body was hard, okay? It was, like, really – it was just rock hard. And it got to the point where – I could not do hair behind the chair unless I had at least two massages a week. Like, I literally had a, a, my yoga instructor, Julie Funky, who's amazing, by the way. Julie Funky? Julie Funky, yes. I love this name. <laughs> yes. she, I um, love it. She's an amazing, amazing woman. But, um, you know, her gift is yoga, and she's been a, um, gotten educated on Thai massage. So she worked on me for, you know, over a year, probably a year and a half, and I was doing yoga to try and stretch because I was so locked up, and I did not realize it because wow. it was just a way of being. I literally was like this all the time. Right. But I did not realize it right. until... Like, look at the difference in that, yeah, just yeah. how my body is. So I didn't realize it. And um, I just, there was something going on, you know. So I went to the doctor um, and I couldn't get, the, the one doctor that I went to, the very first one, told me, you basically need to stop moving or you need to get your neck fused. And that was just like, whoa. Like, I cannot even believe he just said that to me. First of all, I'm a hairdresser. <laughs> like, how can you say that to me? Especially because this is my passion, right? Right. So very, very discouraging news. So I went on this journey of, like, trying to find neurosurgeons to give me second opinions. I actually got three other opinions. Wow. Um, in the meantime, this is in the middle of the holiday season. I am slammed at the salon. It got to the point where I had to have somebody else do my blow dries. And I couldn't, I couldn't do this tugging motion anymore. Right. I was just, I was in pain constantly. Um, so anyway, fast forward, I go to a um, pain management doctor because that's the only doctor I could get in with in January. So this is happening like end of October, November. I couldn't even get in with someone else until January. And then the other neurosurgeons like all in the middle of January. 
So basically, they told me, you do not need surgery. I don't know why that person told you that, right? You really need physical therapy. Wow. But for two months, I was depressed, like literally depressed. And I had never had like depression in my life before. So upset, like just trying to figure out what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So then I was done getting the research, right? And my I was telling my client about it. And she's like, you know what? I want you to go see my father-in-law. He's a neurosurgeon and that's what he does. And so I was like, well, I've already got a pen. And she's like, no, 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 you just need to go to him. So I was like, all right, I'll go. She got like literally picked up the phone and was like, hey, dad, dad, get her in. (laughs) Got in like that week. I love it. So I go. Sometimes hookups are good, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I go in and um, again, they're telling me physical therapy, but I walk in and his wife was his nurse, right? And she looks at my MRI and she just turns around. She goes, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah. She goes, do you have breast implants? Yeah. Uh, And I said, yeah. Why do you ask? She goes, you know, there's no scientific proof of this, no medical like research. But I cannot tell you how many women come into my office that have their neck that looks like that. And they all have breast implants. And I was like, "It, it, Deanna, it literally. I just got goosebumps. It literally, like, I knew. I knew that that was part of the problem because I was having, when I started thinking about it, like really thinking about it, I was having all of these issues in my body. And here I am thinking it's this, what this guy tells me, right? Which that's still there. Those those bone spurs are there. The arthritis is still there. The bulging discs are still there. So then I start thinking, well, I, I've kept feeling this heaviness on me, like, and this uh, this hardness, like, everything was just so, like, I felt like I was clenching my teeth all the time, but but my body, like, I wasn't clenching, clenching my teeth, but my body was just clenched all the time. So I would get a massage, and literally, two days later, it would be right back, like, and I wasn't even working. I'm like, something's going on. So anyway, fast forward, I made the decision to do the physical therapy. I did that for like 12 weeks and that really taught me like how to breathe I was breathing wrong it taught me that I was so locked up with my posture right um so I started learning that I just started learning correct posture behind the chair um and I just had to cut out I had to cut my hours down so from January on I could not work those hours anymore I had to cut my hours down I could only work three days behind the chair I can only work six hours at a time at the max. So you had to set some strong boundaries for yourself. Major boundaries. I had to let go of some clients. Um, Was that really difficult for you? You know, not when you're in pain. Right. So the first the first part that I let go was the kids that I was um, cutting because I was moving my body to try and conform around these kids right. moving. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but when they're moving their head it's and very you're challenging. like, it hurts. It, well, especially when you have that going on, yes. I was just like, this just isn't worth it for my health right. to keep continuing this. And not that I, I mean, I love children and I love doing their hair and I love their parents, but I can't, it, I can't sacrifice my health anymore for this, right? So, yeah, I had to get rid of some, some people that I was doing and I had to set up those boundaries. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I have this extra time that I'm not behind the chair and I'm still upset because I'm thinking, you know. At this point, I don't even know if this is going to go away because I'm in physical therapy. So anyway, I had to decide, too. I said, you know, I told my husband, I said, I know 
something's wrong with me. And I know it's more than just, you know, this. I felt a heaviness when I was sleeping. I felt my my breast had dropped. Um, It was just everything was just very hard. I was kind of cloudy in my thinking. Um, I would say words and like I would almost like the consonants would be mixed up. It was just weird. It was, but, but these were things that had been going on that I didn't, I started putting it together. So then I started researching, um, what would it be like if I took them out? Right. And I didn't want to go on YouTube and start Googling stuff because I'm like, that's the last thing you want to do. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, I went to my doctor and I talked to him about keeping them in, keeping them out, keeping them out. But what really, what my deciding factor was, I'm teaching my daughter to love herself the way that she is and to love everything about you because God made you perfectly the way you are. And so am I going to go and cut myself open and remove these and put more in while I'm trying to teach her to right. love yourself? Right. And am I going to do it again? You know, 10 to 15 years, I'm going to have to do it again, right. get them redone, right? I mean, it was, like, it was like 16 years since I had had them done, Right. So it was just a very huge, like, soul-searching thing that I needed to figure out. Am I, am I going to do this or not? You know, and I had to let go of all those defeating voices. Yes. What are people going to think? Am I going to, like, what, what's my body going to look like? You know, what's my husband going to think? Um, I don't know. Just, you know, I'm in the beauty and fashion industry, and it's very big on looks, right? And it's not that your boobs matter, but it's just this image, right? So letting go of that. And it's, and that was my story, not that that's how it is, but I had this whole internal dialogue of what, what is beauty? What is not? What is flattering? You know, just everything. Everybody has their own interpretation. So anyway, I made the decision, like, I'm going to get them removed. I'm done. I'm just going to get them removed. And I'm telling you the day that I woke up and they were gone, my body was different. It was I'm not kidding. The next day I woke up, I was like, wow, this is like, I was relaxed. And I actually called Julie and asked her to come over that week. So she was, you know, I took off work that whole week. And my husband was traveling right after that. I mean, he stayed home with me, obviously, the first couple of days, but then he had to go out of town. And I had her come over and she gave me my Thai massage. And she said, Tammy, your body is totally different. She goes, you don't have one knot in you. Wow. She goes, it's like, you're like jello, where before I was hard as a rock everywhere. And I would have these nodules all in my neck and all through this front area. I mean, she would literally have to take like one of those electro stim machines to get it out. And there's like this jackhammer thing that she has and, um, and just do compression and contraction on me like constantly. She didn't have to do any of that. And, and you know what? I've only had one time massage from her since and that was like probably a week ago just Look, because you took her business away from her <laughs> I know. Well, she was making some money on me but um it was just very interesting and you know I have a clear mind now I'm very purposeful and I know I'm very um focused so let me ask you something do you think your doctor equates this to uh breast implant illness um I told him all of my symptoms before and after and he said he's not surprised I mean he didn't like he didn't, you know, a deny or accept it. And, right. you know, that's his livelihood, right? That's what he does. And he's amazing at it. I mean, sure. he's, he's a great, great doctor in St. Louis. Um, but, you know, what, what we knew 18 years ago or 16 years ago and what we know now is totally different, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I think my aha moment 
for me, now this is my personal opinion. I have many of friends who have breast implants, and I'm not saying right. Right, I do too. Like, I do too. Right. So I'm not saying that right. this is what's so for anyone else. This is my story. But what I found really interesting about myself is that I cut my body open, and I stuck bags of sailing in my body, and I sewed my body back up to feel better about myself. Did it work? And that was fucked up. Like, when I really think about it, and I did it, I, I did that twice, because the first time I got them done, they weren't, they didn't, they didn't look good, so then I got it taken out and put them back in. Wow. And then I'm like, oh, here, am I going to do it again? Like, what is that? Like, how did I get to that point in my life where I felt like that was okay, okay with me? And then just in society in general, that's what we're doing to women and men, and we're doing that to our bodies. It just, for me, my personal opinion, that was a really messed up way. And you talk about learning self-care and self-love. Right. When that realization comes to, uh, comes to mind, that was huge. That's beautiful. Very huge. So, yeah, I'm so thankful for the neck injury. I'm so thankful for the journey of the breast implants. I don't regret getting them now. I mean, I just, I learned right. so much yeah. from it, you know, and I'm not going to condemn anybody for getting them. I get it, girl. I wanted them too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they, you know, they do make you have a beautiful body, but I'm, I'm more like internal and I want to be around for my daughter and yeah. I want to be around for my husband and I want to have the best body that I can have health-wise because I have a lot of shit I'm manifesting right now. And I need to be healthy. Yes. And I always – now my thing is if I wouldn't do it to my daughter, then I'm not going to do it to me. Right? Amen. All right. So we're going to take a quick stuff. break. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Let's go back there. Okay. Cool. Let me know when you're ready, dear. Or are we on? Should I get the latest comment? Oh, what is it? I like your original boobies. <laughs> I, my, who my is si that? My sister-in-law. Oh, my God. How cute. <laughs> that is so adorable. Well, you know, it's an, <clears throat> it's an interesting thing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, with, with my weight loss and where I'm at, you know, I, you know, when I look at myself <clears throat> and I'm like, I, I literally said to my daughter-in-law this last week, I said, Craig, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say this in front of him. Of all the <laughs> yeah, things, I'm going to say plug this. Your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, of all the things, I'm embarrassed to say this in front of Craig. He's heard a lot. Um, you know, I said to Avery, I said, gosh, I never realized I was going to be a part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, <laughs> you know, and after all this, and she's looking at me, and she goes, Ma! Yeah. And I said, but you know... I'm I'm good with that, you know, and I'm actually getting comfortable not wearing a bra everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily just wearing a shirt, but maybe a sweater or something over it. And that that whole thing is a whole thing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's like this whole bra conversation. It's like we're in the sixties again. It's like, okay, are we right. are we for or against a brazier, you know, are you for a bralette or not a bralette? You know, it's very yeah. interesting and in, in how all of that looks and, and is and the stigma behind, you know, what that looks like as a woman if you don't wear a bra, you know, and it's yeah. interesting the judgment that comes from that. And um, the conversations that I've had with women when they're when they're not wearing a bra or if they would wear go without one or whatever, and it's it was posed to me mm -hmm. in a question on social media before, and 
it's I've, I've been toying more with that thought process and it's interesting the judgment behind bra or no bra and it's interesting yeah what are your thoughts bra or no bra personal preference yeah yeah i mean you're it's not gonna affect my life if you wear a bra or no bra right? <laughs> like, publicly i don't even care <laughs> but do, do you find if you see women let's say that are well endowed if they're not wearing a bra do you see a thought process that goes through your mind in public well, my thought process is that is heavy and it probably hurts their shoulders because I I've, I've had women in my life that have had to get breast reductions yes. because the bra straps literally Carve hurt their neck. Them. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I don't I really don't even give think it a about thought. it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. I think it's brave to not wear one. Yes. I I find it to be a brave move. What's happening? Oh, what's happening? Oh, what are the I can't see saying? shit. David, Dave wants to know if he should wear a bezier. That's my brother. Oh, my God. I love it. And then my one of my best friends said that she was the president of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee for years. Welcome <laughs> to the club. Well, <laughs> you know, you. oh, yeah, I used Thank to get teased for that in high school. And, you know, I was always, my nickname in high school was Bones. Oh, wow. I was very, very skinny in high school. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I have that bothered me isn't it interesting and i have you know wanted to you know i i don't know if that fueled me to do those figure competitions that i did yeah because that's the other thing i did two figure competitions i know that that also weighed on my neck yes me lifting my arms like this for 27 years played a factor in my neck yes but i feel that my body that was definitely the implant the breast implants the the tightness and the nodules i know I know it is because yes. how the is it that the second removed. they came out, yes. my whole body relaxed. Like yes. it was, I was inflamed. I was very inflamed. And, um, and I've lost 10 pounds since my breast reduction. And I, so how are you my, doing emotionally with all this? How are you processing the before, the during, the recognition, the well, the acknowledgement bef- of, and then the after? How are you? Oh, it's emotionally- been a very well. It's a work in progress every single day. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that week. Well, I guess there was there was a couple of different pivotal moments. The ones when I, when I was laying in bed in so much pain, so much pain, uh, literally like in a fetal position in pain because of my neck. This is pr- before the surgery. I had to start thinking, what am I going to do? Because I'm so young and I'm not going to be able to do hair anymore. And that's my passion. I mean, when someone takes your passion away, right. I mean, what, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. Right? right. So then that's when the med- I started meditating more, like intentionally meditating more because I knew no one had the answer but me. Right. Amen, sister. So I went internally to find out, okay, Tammy, what is it that you're good at? Right. What do people keep telling you you're really good at? Um, and I just what do I enjoy? Like what really sets, sets your my soul, soul on, on fire, fire girl? <laughs> and you know what? Oh. It's definitely mentoring. It's yes. definitely connecting with people. It's, you know, is it teaching hair color per se? Does it set my soul on fire like it did 27 years ago? Honestly, no, it doesn't. But do I still love coloring hair? Yes. Do I still love teaching it? Yes. Does it set my soul on fire? No. But what does set my soul on fire is putting encouragement into people's lives to where they can believe in themselves. Amen. When sister. I 
teach you that technique and then you do that technique, it's the end result of what that changed in your soul, your life. Yes. That's what I enjoy. Yes. The The color technique is just a means to get to that right. end, re, end game, right? right? I mean, I really dissected this shit like to the fullest yes. that I could because I really didn't want to do something, get into the middle of it, and then regret it. Like, what the hell am I doing, right? Well, you had to unfuck yourself. Yeah, you had to, totally. You had to really go process through it. all of that processing mm-hmm. to get to this, yeah. So I didn't know what I was creating at the time, but I knew I was creating something new, and it was definitely like... It was making me very curious. So then I started thinking, okay, so 27 years behind the chair, um, working with people, connecting with them, and 25 years working for TG, mm-hmm. being an educator, what is it that I see that everybody has in common? Like what could I, what problem yes. could I solve? Yes. And so it was the three things that Unbranded Education is really built upon is, you know, people never get crystal clear on what they truly want. And they don't have a plan, like truly crystal clear down to the specifics of what they truly want. Um, and they don't have a plan for it. So that was number one. And number two is that people constantly self-sabotage with their oh. internal voices constantly. It's an ongoing internal dialogue and everybody's is different. The right? mind fuck is real. Yes. See, you call it a mind fuck, right? Yes. I call it the little voices. I yes. call it self-sabotage. Um, I think I think uh, David... This is my brother and I swear if my brother okay. puts one inappropriate so, thing, so I'm going David, to... So David, just so you know, we say fuck here. Okay. Well, just so you know, my brother... He's jealous of me because I'm my mom's favorite child. Oh, <laughs> so I love this. Because so, he's like, what's see, with all these F-bombs? He's wanting attention right now. It's I been like this, this all of I'm our offended. life. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, he's just kidding. Okay. He's all right, joking. David. He's kidding. All right. Just so yes, you know. we say fuck here a lot. <laughs> all right, good. This yeah. is hilarious. That's my brother. That's the one I'm closest with. <laughs> I love it. This is a hoot. So the next thing is that, you know, self-sabotage. And then yes. the third thing is that people never ask for support continued support along their journey in life. They may ask like for help for one thing, but do they ask for help throughout the entire journey, right? Now, wait a minute. Let's quantify that. Mm -hmm. Because this just hit me. Yeah. They're the enabled, and then they're the ones that are actually going to be empowered. So how do you have that discernment on when you're going to set a boundary within that help? When you're asking for help? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you so, see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So people ask for help. Well, yeah. So, you know, I see it all the time in yeah. class. It's like, yep. okay, you're asking for help, and we gave you the answer, right? but you're not doing it. So why is it that we have to stop what we're doing in order to help you when we've told you what to do and you don't take action? So really, it's the person that I love this. You're, you're getting asked the help, right? The per- I'm the one that you just asked for help. I gave it to you. You chose not to take the action and go do it. So therefore, I'm setting my boundary that I'm not going to listen to this anymore. And I will I will encourage you and I will keep telling you the same answer. But until I see you taking action in yep. your life to change it, that's on you. Yeah. Right. And that it's very, it's very that. interesting that you have to learn to set boundaries for yourself because, mm-hmm. you know, there are those people in your life that keep coming up, complaining, complaining, complaining. And it's like, boo, I told you 10 times what to do. Now go do it. Yeah. You know, and then that's it's self-sabotage. Well, it's self-sabotage and it's actually, it robs you of your, inner, of you know, that person's robbing you of your energy. It's like, I can't keep 
telling you, like, here's the water, either drink it or don't drink it. But I'm not <laughs> going to hold, shit I'm not gonna hold the water <laughs> for 10 years yes. while you sit there and complain that you're thirsty. Right. Right. It's it, That's what it looks like for people. Yes. I was one of those people. Like, yeah. I didn't drink the damn water. <laughs> I think we all were at right. some point. Exactly. So, but you you look at the those three things are were very clear. It didn't matter if you were a stay-at-home mom, a CEO in my chair, a professional woman, an executive. Right assistant to the president of whatever. I didn't care what it was. Those three things, everyone has that in common at some point. And so do my students. Like, don't be afraid to ask me for help if you don't know, because why they don't ask for help is because the self-sabotaging voices say, what are they going to think of you? You should know that. You're you're so stupid. I can't believe you don't know that. And so, yeah, so I created this class called Living with Intention. I didn't know that's what the class was called at the time. Again, I didn't have a plan. I just knew, like, what do I have to offer where I could help other people? And this class just came out of this notebook filled with, I mean, I was sitting there depressed I writing, remember. writing yeah. and writing and writing. I was like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's something good because it's you literally, something, it's sister. waking me up in the middle of the night. I've got to write this down. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I know through meditation and through my faith, like it's my higher power speaking through me. And I just wasn't listening. And you know what? That was my whisper. For years, I thought these things of people. Years. like And myself. Why do you keep self-sabotaging you? Why are they self-sabotaging them? I should create a class on that. It was always in the back of my like whispers constantly. For years, I thought that. And I wasn't listening because I was listening to the little voices telling me, you know, you're not good enough. What do you know? They're going to laugh at you. And you know what? I've le- I I thought if I can do it for myself through all of these experiences, all yes. the shit storms I've been through, yes. all of the colors I've messed up or the cuts I've yes. messed up, <laughs> you know, like all the canary yellow. Yes, like it doesn't everybody has it in different yeah. aspects of their life. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, it's turned into now unbranded education. And I've only officially launched one class, which is Living with Intention. I haven't even launched the other two. I've, like, put it out there, like, on my website, but I haven't, you know. Well, this is fire, sister. Well, and you know what? It's so funny is that I'm now I'm teaching sales teams. I know. Okay, so it's not even, like, a hairdresser thing now. It's professional salespeople. look at how fast that's evolved. Very fast. This isn't even. And there's a demand for it. We're not even in Q2 of the year yet. No, I launched it October 31st. And so now, in two quarters, so within six months. Yeah, well, Less well, really, it was months. November, December, January, now we're in February, so it's only been three and a half months. And the requests I'm getting, and I'm booked, and people are coming to it, and if you go and look at the reviews, like, I mean, you were in it today. I was. It is truly magical for it's me very, and who's in powerful. it. Um, and, you know, I'm asking people on Survey Monkeys and after they leave, like, what is this doing for you? Will you give me feedback? What could I do better? Like, I'm always a student for life. I want to be better. I want to, when people come to my class and they're investing their hard-earned money and taking time away from their families, yes. like, I'm going to make sure it's worth it for you. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, my, at the heart of Unbranded Education is I will have your best interests at heart and I want you to have my best interests at heart. And I know through that, here comes the tears. I know. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Like, it's going to be so successful. Yes. It's very I powerful. I mean, how many businesses run from that? From the I'll heart. have your best interests at heart, and I want you to have my best interests at heart. And what's so interesting. Craig, Allie, we're going with that. <laughs> 
Well, yes. like to truly have yes. that. Yeah. And I can feel it when someone doesn't yeah. have my best interest at heart. Yeah. And I won't do business with you. No. Right? And it's well, it's a vibration thing. It is. It's a, definitely an energy thing for me and I'm learning it mm-hmm. and I'm seeing like Well, you're stepping into truly, your intuition like I know. It's mad cake sister yeah, it's like been it's interesting. It's it's so awesome to watch. Well, and let's just say thank you to you for providing that space for me to do some soul searching at Estrogen Fest. I mean, I've been to it twice now. Yes. And I, you know, had to go down to bare bones, literally. Um, yeah. And I had a lot of lessons I learned from you. So your Estrogen oh, Fest is magical. You. I mean, if I know if if God didn't give me this neck injury. Yeah. Um. And you didn't have that estrogen fest and, you know, many of other things. Right. Um, I wouldn't be here today. That's I wouldn't amazing, have stepped, in, stepped up and said, you know what? I have a gift and I want to share it and I want you to truly have it. Girl. Hey. <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? It is. And it's I so st- beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's and I so still, beautiful. you know, it's, it's funny. I'm doing hair behind the chair still part time. I'm still leading teams at TG, and I'm still doing Unbranded, and it's just really good. Yeah, you know, it it's really, really good. good. It's, it's really good. beautiful. It's been good. So, Tammy, if you have one message to give to someone struggling in their lives right now, what is your strongest message that you would share with them? Um, I think the, I think meditation would probably be, like to really practice it, like learn how to do it, what's right for you, because your answers are always inside of you. Mm-hmm. You're just not asking the right questions and having faith in yourself. So I would definitely say meditation would be the number one thing. And just ask for help. I mean, you know, we're not meant to go through this life alone, right? right? We're meant for community, right? Community over competition. That's my Amen. new hashtag, community I love over competition. Um, you know, and you'll find, you'll find your tribe, like surround yourself with people that are like-minded. And I found that when I started doing that, like really started hanging out with the people that have my best interest at heart and I have their best interest at heart. Game changer. Total game changer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, you know, just example, just what was it yesterday? I missed my flight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what? That was God again saying, yes. sit your ass down. Create some space. Create some space. Yes. Because I've been meaning to start this text message with my girlfriends about self-care. Yes. So I did it yesterday and I missed that flight. And that yes. was so amazing. I'm like, hey, girls, I've been meaning to do this forever. I just yes. want, um, you know, I want us to, I know we're all into self-care and we're all into our health and it matters. Mm. I do want to start this text thread to snap a picture of something healthy that you eat and just tell me where you bought it. And if you don't want to be on the thread, just let me know. I'll take you off. Um, but let's start sharing healthy foods that we're eating, you know, because a lot of my friends have sensitivities to food. And they're really into, like, some of them want to lose weight. Some of them want to maintain whatever. But, like, things like that. Like, yeah. ask for help from your friends and surround yeah. yourself with people that are like-minded. And um, I have little groups of people that I go to for certain things. Yes. And I'm constantly in communication. So... Isn't it beautiful? It would be meditate and ask for help. Start your own tribes of women that support you. Or um, men. And, not, and men. And men. Sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have my men, Humans. too. I have my men, too. Yes. 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 <laughs> my husband's one of them. Um, yeah. I mean, him and I, we also I have I think he's your biggest cheerleader, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He, he is. loves you very much. We love each other very much. How long have you been married? Ten years this year, girl. Oh, my God. Me, too. I know. We've oh already talked about this. We do this all the time. <laughs> you do all the time. I'm like, I know, Deanna. You I don't know. know. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Both of our moms have been married five times. I know. Right? Yeah. We both went through shitstorm relationships. Oh my God. I told I go, maybe we have the same <laughs> sperm donors. <life." laughs> what month is your month? January. That's right. You just had your anniversary. No. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, I thought you meant my birthday. Oh, it's June. Okay, you're June. June. Yeah, we're October. Yeah. Okay, good. Ten years, girl. It's Going amazing. Strong. It's am- And Wiltsey's right in there, too, I think, somewhere. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's You know, good. I think it's great when, when we can finally get to, to that place of a strong partner in mm-hmm. our lives, too, that honor us and support us and cheer us on. I feel like that is, it's like the cherry on the, on the Sunday. Yeah. You know, it really is. And that, that's really cool because you just did a huge presentation for your husband's work. Yeah, I did. I and trained you had to co-create sales with him. Team. Yeah. 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 So what I'm finding is, you know, I, I always had the intention of having customized courses for people. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding is this living with intention can be customized to any business. And so that's what I'm branching out now is yes. I want to work with bigger corporations and really empower their workers to create something for themselves, not just for them, but for the company. I think when you empower people from a soul perspective, you know, your company's going to grow naturally, Oh, right? my God, yes. So it's, it is um, finding their strengths, showing them how they find their strengths, first of all, and then create something new for themselves. And when you do that, when you start building people in the business, the business automatically builds. And I think a lot of companies miss that. I think that they're, I just it's hope all that about you come them. back to do another person's company very soon. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. It'll be good. Yes. Yes, because I think it's, it is empowering. It is. You got to feed the soul of the people that work for you. Yes. And I think once you do that, yes. the money will always follow. Yes. It has to. But if you're sitting here, sell this, sell that, sell this, sell that, yeah. it's like that's not empowering to people. No. <laughs> right? Like no. let's empower the people first Yes. Um, with what drives that individual. Like because what fuels me doesn't fuel you, right? right. But right. the person has to well, find it. Well, might. We're very similar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm in a general I know. aspect, I know. right? Like kidding. everybody. I'm kidding. Everybody has their why, right? Like yeah. Simon Sinek says that everybody has their why. Yeah. But really, like a lot of people want to know what is their purpose? What is it that I'm doing? What I'm soul searching, right? That you hear that word soul searching. You know, it's so funny. I, I always, whenever I hear that question, I just want to find my purpose. Do you know what my answer's always been? What? Are you happy? And they'll say, well, no. And then I'll say, <laughs> well, go find your fucking happy. <laughs> go find your, fi- go find your power. Go find your passion. Go find what drives your soul. Right. And then when you find that, everything but else. See, people and- don't know how to do that though, Deanna. That's the problem. Oh, why <laughs> was it so easy for me? Girl, how long did it take you to find it? But when I found right, it. Right. But how did you find it? Because I had to honor the self. Yeah. But how long did it take you? Oh, Jesus. Okay. But if you, I was 38 uh, years old. But let me ask you this. If you could take a class and figure it out in a day, would you do it now? <laughs> because you're so... Well, this is the thing. This is an interesting question because mm-hmm. this is the thing. People, human nature, right? Mm-hmm. If it's that simple, yeah. Right? I think everyone should sign up. Yeah. But it's one of those things that it's always going to be that one person's aha moment. And there's always going to be those people right. that are going to, the voices, those little voices yes, that you talk yes. about, the self-sabotage, the mind fuck, that are going to be like, the skeptics. Oh, is that really that simple? Because this is, this is what I've learned on my journey, and I'm sure you, you, you will mm-hmm. probably agree on some level. It's difficult, but it's simple. It's difficult to take the first step, but it's simple to really get to. Yeah. You know, the practice is simple. 
Yeah, it's definitely a practice every day. Because even when you do find your purpose, right, what you, you think it is, practice. you have you to have practice to do your it every day. That's like, why I always say you have to do your homework. Yes. You know, and that's what, you know, my husband, my husband was, I was very blessed. He uh, attended the class with us today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, I always tell him I've got to do my homework. And he's like, my God, you know, he always looks at me like, oh, my God, you and your fucking homework. You know, I'm sure he's like, what are you doing? But I do. I create that space to do my homework. Mm-hmm. And for me, just like for you, it is a continual process. So, yes, I think if, if you if if you could create that and actually deliver it in a way that's like, holy schmoly, this is amazing, then yeah. girl. Yeah. And you've you know, got you've got a million dollar class right there. Yeah. I do. Yeah. That's what amazes me yes. about it. Um but you know, I, I'm perfectly happy right where I am and I'm perfectly happy where I'm going. I know I Oh, know, but you're gonna have I that know. million dollar class. I know. I know. Fuck yeah you are. <laughs> High five. High five. All right, that Tammy. You are a spectacular guest. Thank mm. you so much for coming on to my little show. Thank you, my love. You're so welcome. Thank you for being here and sharing your story. You can contact Tammy for your speaking events at, now correct me if I'm wrong, at unbrandededucation.com. Yes, ma'am. Go follow all of Unbranded Education socials, and please check out our Patreon and Anchor platforms also. So go to all of our socials and like us if you don't already. And if you have a story that you would like to share with us, please get a hold of us, DM us, text us, email us, whatever you want to do to get a hold of us. We want to hear your story. <laughs> Remember also to always give a fuck with no fake fucks. Peace. So we are going to keep the live going for a few minutes. Okay. Let's see our comments. Because I can't see that. Oh, do okay. I need to get my readers? I threw them on the floor. <laughs> well, it's my brother. Is, is he commenting on all of them? Man bashers? She learned all that fucking uh, shit we from me. We have Susan McGee's in the house. Oh, Susan. Yeah, oh, Brooke says, is here. Is good. Brooke still here? Get it, girls. So proud of you. And look, she did a hashtag collective cry. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. This is awesome. Yeah. I can't tell who's here and who isn't. Jennifer Blayton Thomas. Desiree. Oh, Desiree's watching. Hey, girl. Hi, Desiree. We just wrapped up. This is awesome. This is so awesome. I miss me some Desiree. Oh, my gosh. Desiree just went to the um, Tucson Rock Show, and we were just talking about this uh, yesterday with some friends. And it is amazing. If you've never been there, I think we should just all have a road trip sometime just to go see these rocks because holy schmoly, those are amazing, powerful stones to be in. So that's where she was I not too long that. ago. I missed that. Yeah, she was just there not too long ago, which is awesome. Your brother's hilarious. I think I want him on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, David. my God. Girl, don't. Uh, <laughs> don't. David, I think I want you on the show. We can we can tune you in. See, Who look is at he? him. She learned all that from me. I see that. I won't say all the bad words he said. I yeah. love it. Um, yeah, that's my brother. I'm married oh, to her brother. Desiree says you can't even imagine, I guess, how beautiful it was. Oh, Desiree. I bet. Yeah. So yeah. many. It's great. I miss you, Desiree. I know. I do, too. I do, too. She's a sweet girl. Yes. We have good people in our lives. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I still can't believe how long we've been connected. I know. It's crazy. It really. That's a long time. It is a long time. 20 years. Almost. 18 years, 19 years. Yeah. 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 It's Almost. a long time. And that's that's the part that is just absolutely amazing is, you know, when, when you're connected with someone, that it goes through time and space. Yeah. 
you know, that, that soul connection, it's there. So we had to go through, you know, all those hair shows and yes. all that, all those trainings. Remember all those yes. trainings? And, you know, it's funny though. I have <clears throat> a lot of, you know, I have relationships with a lot of people at TG outside of TG, mm -hmm. like just through texting or through Facebook, or if I'm in the town, I'll have mm -hmm. stop and have dinner with them. If mm -hmm. I'm teaching, like I get to know people on, on a personal level and on a professional level and I have a lot of, um, I, you know, a lot of good friendships from that. And I value them. I, I, was, I, value I them. was, you know, in that corporate job, that was, I think, the hardest part for me. You know, just because I was told, you know, not to have those relationships. You know, I couldn't have those personal relationships. So it's like the second I left, I started friending all these people. <laughs> Let's be friends. Let's be connected. And yeah. I, I'm grateful for that. You know? And a lot of those <clears throat> women have come to your estrogen fest. Several have. Several have. And that's life-changing. And it has been amazing. It has been absolutely amazing. And I, I am grateful for the support because there is value there. You mm -hmm. know, there's, there's a lot of value there. You know, there's nothing. I think there is nothing better than getting your ass out in a cabin in the middle of Oklahoma yes. <laughs> to shed that fucking shit that no longer is serving you. Yes. Right? And but it it's works. A, it's a lot of people... I don't know. I don't want to speak for a lot of people. I would imagine that pe some people, they don't take out the time no. for self no. to, to take away from your family, your work, yep. to invest, yep. you know, three days in the woods yep. for yourself. Yep. I mean, it's powerful. Well, and it's you know powerful. the other aspect of that. You got to look in the fucking mirror. Right. Well, a lot of people don't. They don't want to do, do that. that. And, you know, what was really interesting for me is the second time I went, I took my daughter with me. So now... I'm having my daughter look at me. I know. Isn't it beautiful? That was amazing. And it was just amazing to have a young soul there around all of us older women. Yes. Like how, how simple she made things seem for us, but then also how difficult she was making things for her. And we saw it is so simple. Like right. it was just really great to have that younger person. I'm so excited there. she's coming again. Yeah, she's coming again. And she really stepped into her power when she got back. And so we're going again in April. We're there, are five, there are five hairdressers going to be there. Oh, really? <laughs> Five, yes. Susan, awesome. you're asking a question. So, oh. Any guidance to begin meditating? So I'm going to give my perspective and you yes. give your perspective. Yes. So meditation to me is very simple. It is anything that you can have that silence in your, in your, in your head with, right? So like for me, um, my meditation is cooking, <clears throat> um, walking outdoors, gardening, and blow drying hair. <clears throat> and I get a lot of guidance through that, meaning I listen to my whispers in, in that moment. I can have that silence within my head, and it's absolutely stunning. So I appreciate the fact that I can have those times. So it's not the sitting down on the floor necessarily having the own experience. Um, within that, you can also do guided meditations if you're wanting to do the, the quiet sit down and create space, light a candle candle one. So those are the ones that, that I, that's what, how I meditate. How about you? Well, when I first started meditating, it was very difficult because my mind was a mile a minute, right? Most hairdressers are, <laughs> right? It Talk was, about ADD, it, right? Yeah. It was very difficult for me, Susan, in the beginning to do it. I mean, I probably would say it took me a good two months of practicing, um, but what I found that I, that I, and there's all different types of meditation. There's guided ones. There's ones where it's just music. 
Um, there's the kind that, you know, Deanna likes to do, which I do now, Mm -hmm. now that I'm more advanced with it. But, you know, the, what resonates for me and it still does is girl, I love me some Deepak and Oprah. Yes. Okay. And they've got a new series coming out on what? March 25th, I think. And I always am sharing, like, join me for the free meditation. So keep an eye out for that, Susan. They have 21 day free ones, but I have the app on my phone. And I probably have all the Deepak and Oprah. Um, And there's different ones. Like the one that really helped me through my whole um, like surgery Mm -hmm. and my neck and everything was Manifesting True Success. Um, In there, it talked about honoring your body. I think it was day five. I Mm -hmm. still listen to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there's different different topics that you can look. And um, it'll get you focused on a thought for the day, for the for that for that moment. Yes. And so then you're just thinking about that one thing. And trust me, Susan, there are times when I have to rewind that bitch like four times and re-listen to it because <laughs> yes. I can't focus. Yes. But I just re-listen to it. I will listen to it while I'm cooking. I'll go yes. take my dog for a walk and I'll re-listen to it until I really hear connect what they're saying. It. You have to connect with it. Yeah, because there's times when I listen to it and like five minutes, I'm like, damn, what did they just say? And then right. I got to go back and rewind. So right. it's still to this day I'm doing that like trying to stay focused on that process but anyway that's a good one and then you know my girlfriend emily she likes to listen to the amazon prime free ones yeah they're on there um and she likes the ones without words so you got to find what works for you what works you know Mm -hmm. it'll you'll feel it right but what happens is when you start when you get into that meditation and you get into that area of space where you quieted the mind finally that's when all those whispers come up. Yes. I call them whispers. That's when your answers start coming up. You know, at now what I do is I fall asleep with a meditation on and I wake up with a meditation on. And I think that's the most powerful thing I could mm-hmm. do. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I do not check my email. I do not check Instagram or Facebook. You start a meditation. I start a meditation immediately. And I feed my mind, I prime my mind in the morning with a meditation. Mm -hmm. And that sets up my whole day for success. success. Because whatever you feed your mind is what you become. And girl, I listen to, I can give you like the people I listen to, Deepak Deepak and Oprah. I listen to Gabrielle Bernstein. I listen to Lee Harris. I listen to Abraham Hicks. Hicks. Mm -hmm. I listen to... Um, motivational video, motivational videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, Matthew McConaughey has some really good speeches. Um, mm-hmm. There's just, there's all kinds of resources. Are good ones Ted too. talks are really good. Yeah. I constantly feed my mind. Even my audible books are mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. whatever I'm wanting to learn at that time. Um, so that's how I would start, Susan. I hope that answers your question. So this is one more thing I'm going to add to that, Susan. Is you said, "Oh my God, can't shut off my brain." So one thing I'm going to expand on with that for you is to change your mindset that I can shut off my brain. I can have a peaceful thought process. I can create peace within my, my brain. And that, <clears throat> that thought process alone will be exponential for you because right now you're buying the thought that you can't shut off your brain. Mm-hmm. So once you change your mind about that thought process, it's amazing what can happen. It's like when people tell me they can't fall asleep at night. You're right. So when you they're can. sitting there and <clears throat> they sit there and they're like, oh, my God, I can't go to sleep. And then you're sitting there like, oh, my God, it's 3 a.m. and I'm still awake. I'm still awake. I'm still awake. What are you doing? You're focusing on the fact that you're still fucking awake. Right. Right. So if you take away the thought that I am still awake, what's left? Sleep. Right. So consider that. Consider that. Yeah. 
good stuff. So, all right. So let's see. You said correcting posture helped heal back pain. How do you become more conscious about posture? So, and that's a good one because as I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, that is a good one. Tits out. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I was always told. Tits out. Is that wrong? Yeah. Well, shoulders back, tits out, right? Well, you know, are you cutting hair like this? No, but I probably no. should be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, everybody's, everybody's. I love it. So I would say for posture, like for me, I had to be really, really intentional. Like when I was blow drying, like, <coughs> okay, so normally, or it was like this. Now I'm like this and my shoulders are down and I'm blow drying down here, right? When I'm doing a highlight, I'm putting my client up. up. Right. And I'm making sure my neck, I try and keep it as straight as possible. Yes, I still have to look down, but I'm not doing this anymore. Do you use a stool? Yes. Yeah, I've had a stool stool. for the last four years. Um, You know, if you're sitting in your office chair and you're having to, um, you know, look down at a computer. I know. This is killing me. (laughs) Just defriend him. David, you're being defriended. (laughs) I'm not even friends with him. He's just following the show. This is awesome. I should have deleted Hey, Bill, <laughs> this is my sister Tammy with her tits out. I love it. <laughs> I really think I want your brother on my show. Girl, let me tell really you something do. about my brother. Craig, what do you think? Do you, you think he should come on the show? You love him or you hate him. There's well, no I in think between. he's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. This will be entertaining. What does he do for a living? Never mind. Girl, we'll talk about it off the air. You could have a yeah. whole freaking, you could have 10 episodes on him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Anyway, back episodes. to the posture. Okay, so back to the posture. The posture, um, you have to do what's right for your body. So if you're like on a computer screen, mm-hmm. you know, raise the table up so that you can try and get eye level, right? Right. Get a standing um, desk. Right. It's, Those you know, make a big difference. You being comfortable in this chair like this, you might need more of a lumbar support because your body is different. Like yes. you've got to feel what feels good for your body. Everybody's body's different. But it's just, I think what it, where it starts is having awareness. And listening. How are you feeling? And if that pain keeps coming up, go get checked out by yes. a professional. And yes. it can be a physical therapist. It can be a chiropractor. Yes. It can be your regular wellness doctor that yes. can talk to you about it. I mean, the the thing is, is if you don't, if you're not your own healthcare advocate, nobody will be Craig, I'll take you. you with us. We'll go to, we'll go uh, see Dylan, my chiropractor. It's yeah. awesome. And even a massage, if you're ever in St. Louis, go to Julie Funky. She'll get your shit straight. I, you know, <laughs> those Thai massages, because that's a lot of stretching, yeah? Well, it's constriction and contraction. So, yeah. like, when you're in our profession, you're constantly constricted, right? Right. So they've got to pull really. it all apart. When are you contracted where it's spread? Ooh, Ooh damn. the ukulele. <laughs> where you expanded out. Yes. So, like, even learning from her yes. and learning from, you know, through yoga and through my pain management doctors, like, taking time out to stretch while I'm behind the chair. Yes. You know, taking my arms and putting them between the yes. door and like stretching out and up and yes. like just even bending over, like get out of the position that you're constantly stagnant in yes. and stretch it out because, you know, our bodies are meant to move. Yes. They are not meant to be still and we have to move. Right. And we have to keep these knees going. And a lot of what <laughs> yes. we do is knees connected to our hips. knees, right? And it starts yeah. at the hip and it goes to the knee. And so we have to stretch all that. We yeah. really do. And, so. you know, if you need awareness, who asked that question? Craig. 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 
I said, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's his name. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and he just lowered his chair. Yeah, look at him. I know. I so love it. So another thing you can do that I do is I have a timer on my watch to, to drink move. water. No, to drink oh, water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I drink the water, I make an, um, like an intention to move with it. Yeah. Right? Or so you can put stretch, set timers on your phone. Right. My phone's constantly going off and my husband's like, what are all these timers? <laughs> I'm like, listen, I have these timers set yes. so I can like be intentional with what I'm yeah. doing. Yes, right? Yes. And it drives him crazy. crazy. Yeah. I love it. But you know what? It. it makes my life more powerful. So yeah. Well, I amen, that, sister. I hope that answered your question. Amen, sister. Robert. Yeah. Robert <gasps> is away on the road. Benyaga. Yes, Robert um, has been friends with, with, with us for yes. just as long. You Probably with you longer. Yeah. yeah. 20, yeah. at least 20 yes. years. Yes, and Denise just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Denise. Happy birthday, Denise. And she talked about movement. Her little body's been moving for the last two years. Have you seen her body transformation? No. Girl. Ooh, let me click on it. She's her. on fire. Denise, what are you doing? Girl, Can I she's click going on to you? Orange Theory. Like she's take she should take stock in Orange Theory. Oh, I can't even click on because you right now. This girl, Good for you, Denise. Yeah. She I told her the other day, she was her birthday and she was like holding up her little sign and she, her little biceps were sticking out. <gasps> wow. And I was like, Denise, look at your arms. This like, is phenomenal. You're such an inspiration. Go, Denise. I know, girl. She's working. Happy it. fucking birthday to you. <laughs> awesome. She's looking good. I love it. Well, this yeah. has been phenomenal. Craig, don't you love this that we kept it going? All right. Yeah, yeah. I love Craig. I love Craig and I love <laughs> Allie. Everyone, you know, um, Allie, come here. Come here. Come on, girl. Oh my come God. say hi to Oh, Aaliyah. she's like, don't come on here. Come on. Well, you'll be more intentional next time, won't you? Come yes. on. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> You are beautiful. Girl, you are beautiful. That's a you beautiful, are beautiful, beautiful soul sister right here. Yes. Come here. So this is Allie. For those of you that haven't met her before, get in here. Where are you? I don't where know is where she? Camera is today. I don't. Why isn't she? Oh, there the it camera? is. Okay. Oh, be careful. Oh, no. <laughs> Watch the guitars. Okay, but yeah. Hi. Where are you? Did you get in there? Yes, yeah, she did. My hand. Oh, get your fucking face in here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. There she is. Where are you? She's the woman. She's the strong woman behind the strong woman. Oh, my God. Yes. She, y'all. It's amazing. When you see um, what she's been doing with our socials, oh, my gosh. Give her some loves. She puts... She puts it down there on the bottom of our socials. She does such a great job. So give her some lovin's. And and uh, so she's our production intern right now. And pretty soon she'll be a full-on producer. I cannot wait to really see her step into her power. So it is really exciting. And then Craig, he, oh, my God, he is, he, he, oh, Lord. He makes me sound good. That's what he does. <laughs> and he's phenomenal at what he does. So, yes. Pretty soon, Craig, we've got to put some some of your music on All Fucks Welcome so people can hear you. It would be awesome. It's already he, in the intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. That that's your intro song. music is in there for sure. But your your voice is amazing. So, you know, I, I can't I can't um, help but thank everybody who tunes in and listens and, and still supports and is truly connected to All Fucks Welcome. And yes, we say fuck here, but I, I appreciate the intention for what for what this is. So, so why don't you tell them what it is real quick for the people like a lot of my friends are on here and this is probably their first time on here. And they're what, like, why is she why, saying fuck all the time? Like, what was your intention behind it? Because I think it's very interesting why so for me um it, it it's a lot of different reasons so one is from estrogen fest we use fuck to heal with mm-hmm. and it releases a lot of anger and so for me it was a no-brainer to have that word somewhere in what we do the other aspect of this is the judgment behind the word mm-hmm. and to me if you can judge a word what else are you judging 
And um, it's a really powerful thing to step into yourself and look at, okay, so if I'm going to judge a word, what else am I looking at? Mm -hmm. um, the other aspect is, is it's catchy. And mm -hmm. I wanted something that people are going to be like, oh, fucks, what the hell is that? Right. right? What, what <laughs> is she talking about? But all of our conversation is conscious. Mm -hmm. We are raising consciousness. We are raising vibration. We are teaching. We are empowering. And we are bringing people's stories up front, loud, and live. And that is what this is about. There's The hashtag came from one of my clients who's 76 years old, Miss Arlene, who literally came up with her hashtag, no fake fucks. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And when she said that out loud, trust me, she's very conservative. When she said no fake fucks, she giggled. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. Yeah. And saw her happiness through that. I had to put that in there. So we don't mess around here. We, we really... Um, we really make a point to shine the light on it. So it's difficult, I think, for some people to really wrap their heads around the name, the title of it. But I will say, I've got a lot of very conservative people that are voyeurs, and they watch it. Um, and they like it. They mm -hmm. like what it's about. They like the message. But for some, it's, it is difficult to wrap their head around, all fucks, welcome. Why would you do that? I did toy. You and I had a, had a conversation. Yeah. We toyed about potentially changing the name. Well, I think the thing that, that that I heard from you when you describe it is that mm -hmm. we're in this world where people truly don't give a fuck either about other too. people or your opinion. Yes. Or, we're in a world where people give zero fucks. Yeah. Like we are we living in that world yeah. and it's like you're bringing yeah. the conscience back to, yeah. to people and like, you, have you to know give what? A fuck. this matters and you do yes. need to care and lift people up yes. and help each other. And that's empowering. So I know, I know for a fact your podcast is going to take off soon. I, I feel it's it. already taking off. I feel but it. But when you start caring about people, mm -hmm. and you start bringing voices to light and sharing, yes, it, it's you know you can't go wrong. It's really right? amazing. You can't go wrong. It really is amazing. Um, Susan, we are actually going to schedule another estrogen fest in September. I, uh, I've been praying about it and meditating on it. And if you want to be the first one to sign up for it, DM me right now. I do not have a date, but we are looking at September. So Girl, um, it's life-changing. You can make payments on it, and I encourage payments. I, I, don't, I don't feel anyone should go broke <laughs> overnight just to take a class or have an experience. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, DM me right now, and we'll – and actually, I'll probably create uh, that um, date and, and start getting that live soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it is empowering. It is beautiful. Everything that I do, um, is very divinely given just like it is for you. Yeah. And you know, those, you know, Oprah, and I think you and I have had this conversation before the whispers, um, you know, if you ever want to Google Oprah and the whispers, it's quite fascinating because it is an actual energy vibration mm -hmm. and it is a guidance that we are given. And I always say, God love you when you don't heed it. Because they're sharing with you. They're really giving you some good information at that time. And it's it's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think that that's the whole... If I wouldn't have had a medical condition that laid my ass out, yeah, I would have not listened to those. They were there for a very long time and I wasn't listening. It's so amazing, it's no it? mistake. Right. That everything I went through is, for, is for this. Is yeah. for like right here, right now, what I'm yes. doing, what I'm sharing. Um, and you'll find that when you quiet your mind, Susan, I promise you, you'll find your whisper because she's an amazing woman. I yes. don't know if you've hung out with her. Yes. And it's seen been, her, it's her been a couple journey. years. Her journey is very amazing. It's been a couple years. Um, 
but it's good. It's good stuff. So I hope I hope to see you in September, Susan. Yeah, it would be amazing. It's three days out in a cabin in Oklahoma. And high end cabin. High end girl. We don't. We don't. We, <laughs> we don't, don't mess around. around. <laughs> this cabin that we have in April. Holy yeah, shit! We'll post some pictures. It's it nice. is stunning. And if we get if we get six girls to go in the one in September, we'll rebook it because yeah, it is nice. amazing. Absolutely beautiful. But it's what's nice about it from from a perspective yes, of a person of an that's gone yes. is that. You truly are taken care of while you're there, because mm-hmm. you know in our world, women, <laughs> women, you know, and men, yes. we're constantly taking care of everyone around yes. us. You got work and clients and husbands and kids children. and your dog children yeah. and your cat children and your <laughs> old older parents and like everything, you yes. know. Yes. And it's just nice to like go there and just disconnect, literally disconnect from everything, and really focus on self. And like, okay, here I am. Now what, right? And then you know, Deanna creates the um, program around the attendees. So it's definitely customized for you in your life. And then you literally shed a bunch of shit you've been carrying around, which you didn't even realize. Um, But through all of these exercises, and you went, I mean, Allison went with us. Yeah. um, And it just transforms everything. I mean, I wouldn't have, I had to go to that thing twice in order to get on. Well, you know what I remember most about you on your first one? This I will. This was epic for you. Mm-hmm. The first one, we're not even in that cabin for thirty I know, minutes. I remember. <laughs> we're not even in there for skip the day's sixteenth OTR. Okay, she's gonna oh. be on the road. She's got an event the sixteenth, so skip that. All right, I'll look. I'll keep that in mind, Susan. <laughs> yes. I'll keep that in mind. Um, but I remember very specifically, you were on the couch. And your whole body was vibrating. Yeah. And I, I looked at you and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, I am very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and I said, good, sit in that. Right? And then by the end of it, you were wrapped up in your blanket <laughs> and you were comfortable sitting there doing nothing. And that was, to me, as a, as, as a facilitator watching you go through that, that was amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Because as, as hairdressers yes. alone, we don't sit well. We're overstimulated. Yes. Yes. yes, and for you to just shh was awesome. Yeah, that was huge. Just that to was, be, yes, to be. yes. And then Aaliyah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing. I mean, it's just I. Oh, it's it is well, life changing. Life changed for her. Definitely life changed for her. Just her self care to learn self care yes. at fourteen years old. Yes. How amazing! You is know the that? best thing ever that she said to me what? the last time we were Marcoing. I don't apologize unless I mean it. <laughs> I don't say I'm sorry unless I mean it. That is huge. As a woman, yeah. as a female, as women, we say I'm sorry over things that we do not need to be saying I'm sorry about. And wow, that was huge for me to hear that from her. Yeah. That was awesome. At 14. I mean, yes. yeah, she's she's got an old soul for oh, sure. Oh, girl. And, um, it's, she's stunning. I love watching her just yeah. step into herself. Oh, it's been fun, hasn't yeah. it? It's been good, but Estrogen Fest was definitely a catalyst for it. It was. It was. It's awesome. And that's why we're coming back, girl. I can't wait. I can't now wait. I'm just going to say, everybody's going to start signing up for this Estrogen Fest. And if I want to come, I still get to come because... <laughs> you can come whenever <laughs> you want. It's going to be full. And you're like, sorry, Tammy, we're booked. I'm like, I love- uh-huh, girl. <laughs> I was 
<laughs> you can sleep in yeah. the bed with me and somebody else. I don't care. We'll make it work. Right. Yes. All right, y'all. I think we better we better hop off here. Yeah. I don't even know what time it is. We're doing awesome. And thank you so much for tuning in. I really am. I'm grateful for you. I'm, I'm grateful, grateful for, for our sisterhood. I'm grateful for all of it. This is just magical. Yes. Craig, thanks for keeping us live. This was yes. awesome. Allie, thanks for showing your face. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, get out there and give a fuck about something this week. It's important. Yes. All right. Peace out. For all real right. this time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.